Cash and Cares podcast is for the overthinker who needs to remember that she is fearfully and wonderfully made, even when her thoughts and situations may tell her otherwise. Or for the girl who is afraid to let go because she has been let down so many times before. I'm here to tell you, sis, stop waiting for the other shoe to drop and be free. Psalms 55:22 says, so here's what I've learned through it all. Leave all your cares and anxieties at the feet of the Lord and measureless grace will strengthen you. Hey friend, hey, it's Wednesday. Gather your thoughts, grab your journals, and let's get ready to cast our cares. Hey friend, hey, it's your friend on the other end, Takia, and welcome back to Cast Your Cares Podcast. I have my girl, Nuya, here with me. Hey, hey y'all. And we're going to talk some good talk today. So, we're going to title this Loving Someone Else's Child. And I bet y'all like, ooh, Kiki, <laughs> what is that? What is that? But I'm going to let my girl, Nelia, take the floor. She's going to introduce herself. She's going to give us her story. And we'll go from there. Hey, everybody. Um, Kiki and I had a conversation about... Um, what it means when you are put in a situation where you have to love someone else's child. And what does that look like? That could be being a step-parent. That could be um, being a, a foster parent. In my case, I am loving a family member's child. And uh, my story goes back 20 years now. Um my niece, and I call her my niece, but I'll kind of get into what that really, our relationship really is. Um, my mother raised her two sisters, and so it is one of my aunt's daughters that I've had the pleasure to raise the last seven years. Um, Delise came into my life. She was a joy when she came into our family, wasn't meant to be here. Mom's tubes were tied, but God saw what? fit for her to be here. And I always tell her, you were meant to be here. Yeah. You know, your mom's tubes were tied for six years, and then here wow. you came. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she came into my life and was always with me, came with me every weekend, um, just with me. I had the pleasure of introducing her to God, taking her to church, Sunday school. That was my ride or die. Um, the last day of her eighth grade year is the day she came to live with me. That was not wow. what we were expecting. Okay. I got up that morning and I went to her eighth grade graduation. Okay. And then I went to work. At the time I was teaching, I had a self-contained special education class. And I went on to work, going on my, my business and um, I went to pick her up because she would go to Southeast Christian had a camp um, called Bible and Beach that she went to every okay. year. And it was her first year going. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to come and get you. We're going to go get all your stuff because she was leaving the next week. And lo and behold, I didn't know that that was really she was going to be coming to live with me. <laughs> I was just like, she's going to go to camp because she would go to, um, at the time, it was called Friend Camp. 
you know, with our church. Mm-hmm. She would go to both camps and then she was going to be starting high school. So it was like, right. yeah, you're going to high school, girl. Good things are going on for you. So good. And I was like, <laughs> I was like girl, I'm just here to, here to help. And I was, at this point in my life, I'm like, okay, I had just graduated with my master's. Mm. I'm just like, Lord, this Boaz is about to come right. into my life. Great things are happening for me. And God was like, yeah, the great thing is you're about to become a parent full time. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know that that was, you know, what was in store. So we get through camps um, and it was time to go to high school. And I'm like, what school are you going to go to? And so at this time, her mom was displaced. And so she kind of was looking at where she was going to be. We didn't know. Um, And so she said, well, you could put her over here. And if she had went to live with another family member, it wasn't going to necessarily be a good school. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, um, she had applied for school and her second choice was in my neighborhood. Mm. So again, not understanding <laughs> how God is working things out. Like, right. hey, let me put the one and the two together. Yeah. So her second choice, the, the school that she got into was in my neighborhood. Wow. Now I have to back up okay. because not only did she come to live with me on her last day of eighth grade, but my mother had came to live with me in March. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so my mother had been there Two months prior to Delise. Um, And it was a situation where it was just like a lot of things going on in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And she was going to end up selling her house. Mm -hmm. So we all was cramped up in my apartment. Just just (laughs) living the dream. And again, not knowing that God was setting everything up for our good. Mm -hmm. So um, school's about to start. I'm like, where am I going to put you? I don't know where you're going. And I was just like, I got to get her in school. So she had a ninth grade camp that was coming up. And I was like, I'm just going to take her. And then we'll figure it out. She may not go to school here, but we'll figure it out. So I took her to camp and I just started signing papers. I didn't know what I was signing. Like, oh, yeah, here's my signature. And um, we didn't talk to her mom from the end of July into October. I didn't know where her mom was. And so I'm signing papers. Um, and then Delise is a little snooty booty, so she didn't want to eat school lunch. <laughs> she didn't want it, and I'm just like, what? I gotta. So I'm like going out buying groceries. My oh grocery my bill God. doubling. Yeah, yeah. I had to go buy clothes, oh and I'm God. just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just gotta get through this. And in my mind, it was still, you know, I'm just doing this temporary. This is just a temporary thing. Mom's gonna get on her feet. Mm-hmm. Delise will go back. We'll go back to our relationship where she comes back every weekend. But God said not so. And so, (laughs) in the beginning, it was difficult. And I had my mom there, and she helped financially. But it was difficult because I felt like I was thrown into it. And I became bitter. Yeah, I was mad at God. Because remember... Boaz is coming. Right. Your you know, is these plans was just going to be great. I'm going to be just like living my best life. <laughs> and now I have a whole 14 year old that not only that, but this girl got on the varsity cheerleading team her ninth grade year. She was doing all this stuff. And oh, I wow. was working at a school at the time that was 45 minutes away on a good day from my house. And so it was like she would get out of, um, 
out of school, have practice. Thankfully, my mom was still, she hadn't retired yet, so she was working close by. Mm -hmm. And so, like, she would go meet my mom at the hospital or different things. But I'm like, I've always been a person, like, I work long hours, so... I get home at 10 o'clock and wouldn't think nothing yeah, of it. Yeah, because it's just you, yeah. But now I have a whole child, yeah. and it's like, you don't want to just eat cereal and yeah. eat lunch? <laughs> you, you're not okay with right. me not cooking? Right. Like, I, I just, want noodles? Yeah, like. noodles? We, we don't have to do all that. And so... I, my whole routine changed, you know, mm. where I'm like getting up in just enough time to get myself to work right. and go now on. Gotta... Now I have to <laughs> make sure that Delix is up at yeah. six o'clock and, and, and not only that, but you know, create structure, you know, mm. your phone goes up at eight o'clock, homework out has to be done by this and all the while still kind of mad at God because it's like. I did not want to be a single mother. I was raised by a single mother. I saw the stresses that she dealt with of not only raising my sister and I, but taking on two additional children. Yeah. But she treated us all the same. She loved us all. And, but I was like, that's not for me. Thank you, mama. Dab it up. But that's that's what you had to deal with. That was not me. You know, I don't want to be a single mom. I don't want to deal with this. And so I was kind of bitter for Mm -hmm. a long time. And, when we finally got back in touch with her mom, I remember it being like October. And I'm, whoo, mm-hmm. it was just, a I wasn't in a good place with her. And it's, it's like I could say everything I could think of to her. And I was angry. And it's like, okay, you have to help me out. Financially, I've taken on this girl's expenses for school. She had expenses. She had this and that. Um, and you don't help with anything. And, um, I was so angry for a long time. She, I remember she got sick and she didn't have health insurance. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And my mom said, I'm going to take her to the clinic and I'm going to help you split the bill. We'll just go through everything. And I was like, okay, we got her. So she got the medicine she needed. She needed glasses. My mom said, okay, I'm going to help you get the glasses. Christmas came and Mm -hmm. my friend Sharonda was like, Whatever it is that Delise needs, I'm going to go in half with you on everything. And I always say those are my baby mamas. Yeah, my mother like, Sharonda. Yeah, <laughs> because they they helped it's tremendously. Yeah. And um, again, but I'm still mad at God because I'm like, I am not. This ain't me. D- this ain't me. This is not what I signed up for. And um, not only that, but I'm dealing with a hurt 14 year old i'm dealing with a a child that kind of feels like my mom abandoned me so you're dealing with the psychological issues that come with that you're dealing with the emotional issues and just the hey i'm here now the good thing with us we always had a good relationship i was always consistent but I went through this where I was bitter i remember if something happened i was like mama's not here to do nothing and this and that and so one day I remember I got so angry, and this may have been year two, and by now her mom had a place, and I'm like, you know, oh, you, you know what? <laughs> well, hey girl, <laughs> hey girl, <laughs> and but I was seeing how she was thriving with me, hmm. and you know it wasn't just like oh I had this education background, and yes I taught school, so I knew you know different things, but it was she had that consistency with me and 
again, still not helping. So I'm like, okay, you need to do this. You need to give me this and, and all this stuff. So I'm coming up with these plans and she's, <laughs> mom's not doing it. And then Delise had a dream. And I remember she, when she had started visiting her mom and she had a dream that like something happened mm. and I just looked at her, I said, okay, you don't have to go back. And I, I think that was making the decision that you're, yeah. you're with me, girl. And my mother, I was telling my mom and I was just mad. And my mother looked at me and she said, Nelia, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. And she had to remind me of that. And she said, don't you ask her mother for another thing. God will supply. And so at this time, I had probably been teaching. I hadn't been teaching that long, but long enough where it's like, okay, Money's not flowing, which you know, yeah. you, I don't know too many millionaire teachers, but <laughs> if you do call us, <laughs> let me know. But uh, it wasn't, but it was just like, woo, it's tight. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, don't you worry about a thing. And so we we got through, and I made a decision. I was like, okay, then I'm gonna be all in. Once she told me, I Something happened. I I don't feel right going over there. I was like, okay, I've got to be all in. And so I started making decisions. And what I asked God was, help me to get aligned with what you Mm. see for me. Because this is not what I saw for me. So I need to get aligned with what you see for me. Because then that's going to help me basically get with this program that I'm not with right (laughs) now. (laughs) I'm doing it. Right. But I'm doing it begrudgingly. I'm not doing it like, woo, yeah, I get to wake up and be a parent. It was like, ah, this is not what I wanted. This you know? is ghetto. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I'm just like, ah. Oh. And so in that time frame, too, my mom was able to sell her house and she moved downstairs for me. Wow. So then I had the support. Come on. Um, and, it, and it was little things that would happen. Like I said, my baby mamas, um, <laughs> one day... God always gave us favor. So, mm. like I said, I was signing papers all the time. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was signing. I'm just like, yep, parent guardian. <laughs> and I never had papers. And my school secretary was like, okay, this is a form. I need you to sign this. And they're going to take it. And so, she, people just started leading me wow. to the right direction. Like, you need this, Nilia, this person to help you with that. I was like, okay, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to do it. And so... Um, once my mom moved downstairs, she she really was able to help um, with transportation and different things. And so I was like, okay, I'm all in. And so I remember I wanted to get a job closer to home. And so I was looking like, oh, okay, I'll go teach another classroom here or do this and that. And there was a new position that JCPS was starting. Um, and I was like, okay, this looks like something I could do. Well, my first year teaching that I hated, <laughs> I remember praying like, Lord, there's a job for me that has not been created yet, but I know that it <laughs> is coming. And I had prayed that. And six years later, there was a new position that had been created. And oh. the school that I thought that I was, I was like, I'm just going to go to this school. And it, it was just like, because I was like, it's closer to home. Wasn't really thinking about it. Um had never heard of this school that I work at. And so I was like, oh, that that looks like this in the area code. Let me put in the, the zip code. Let me just put that one down. And I did. And, and they called, interviewed me on the phone and gave me the job, phone interview. And 
when they called to interview me, I was taking some students home. And the mm. principal at the time was like, you're that dedicated mm. that you would do that. And so I was like, I just wanted to be closer to home. I got a job that allowed me to be over a whole department, um, <laughs> you know, gave me leadership uh, abilities, more money mm-hmm. in the time that my mom. And it, and it always comes back to me. My mom said, I never seen the righteous forsaken. God gave me such a raise from the time Delise came to live with me until now that will blow your mind like how we've been able to make yeah. it because he didn't forsake me. And so um, I got closer to home. Then COVID happened. And then that's where that we really started being able to build that bridge. Wow. And the healing started happening because I told her, I saw some anger in her and, and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. But I told her, I was like, you don't have to be angry. You're set free. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to be held bound because of things that what your mama did, right. what your daddy did. You can be released from that. And so we was able, I always say Jesus in therapy. Yes. Get her into some therapy. <laughs> and I did therapy. Yeah. And we, God just really has made a way. She was able to set goals for herself. She's like, I want to graduate with an honor roll. She did it. I want to graduate with honors. She did it. I want to go to college. She's about to complete her associates. Um, wow. She is just an amazing mm. human being she's quiet and i tell her i said sometimes people think you guys you guys think face because of the way you come <laughs> up but if they only knew you are the best human being yeah. it I happens mean, to you, the best of us it does <laughs> but she is just such a beautiful person inside and out yeah. and it is the testament of god of like had I remained bitter, yeah. had I been angry and not allowed myself to love her and love her out loud. And ex- as times I felt extended, of course, any parent would feel like, yeah. ah, you know, I'm I'm giving so much. And then my bitterness was like, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't lay down and have a wife. Right. Yeah. You know, but then it's like the joy that she has brought to my life. Wow. I don't know if God will allow me to give birth or what his, his yeah. will is, but... I can say, like, I got to be a parent. And to see that, thank God, I've done it well. Like, I looking at her, she's a testament of what you can do when you put God before mm. you. So, I give all praises to God. Like, I don't take any credit for myself. But just loving, sometimes it's hard when children don't come from you and you like uh can i love so you know i'm sure foster parents and adoptive parents and yeah. just whoever whatever the case is and now we live in and you working in a school you see it too more and more grandparents are raising yeah. kids or family members yeah. and so oh, it's so like how do you do yeah. it and there's not assistance and people think that yeah. oh you're gonna get money for this i got nothing zero yeah. <laughs> i've done it all you make you it know? a pat on the back yeah that's how you get it a pat on the back we we got nothing she didn't eat school lunch i had to pay for everything she still is a snooty booty but um but how god provided you mm. know and she is is setting i i laugh at it because my mom when it was time for her to get a car my mom's like well what do you want do you want an suv and i'm looking at it like 
I, my mom may have gotten me a, a tank of gas right. in the years yes, that yes. I've been driving. But it's like, oh, she's so sweet. Okay, you want an SUV? Well, let's get you an SUV. But <laughs> I see them and like... But funny how they change up. Change it up so quick. And I'm just looking at my mom like, are Who you are serious? you? Girl, I still can't get nothing from you. But, <laughs> but the least she can have it. Yeah. But I also want to say, you know... I could not have done this without the help of God, but I also have a village. Yeah. You know, I have a dynamic village. Delise has aunts who step in. My friends are her friends, is what I say. (laughs) They have her number. She calls, you know, from everybody. She has something in common with them, and they can talk, and and they've loved her, you know, for me, they've loved. If if I needed, can somebody pick her up and do this That's and that? Good. You have to have that village, and and then you know, seeing her accomplish because of what I went through. Like, girl, I struggled to do it. You can do it too. And when she's like, college is so hard. I don't want to do it. And I'm like, me either. I didn't either. <laughs> you know. But I went through those things so that her life could be better. So. Can you love someone else's child? Absolutely. Can you give your all? Absolutely. But you have to allow God to break you of whatever it is that is causing you to not want to love or to be bitter or whatever. And not all kids are easy. Right, right. There are some very difficult kids. <laughs> there are some difficult, you know, yeah. situations. So I'm not going to be like, oh, it's so easy. My aunt and my relationship is still not as repaired as I would hope that it could be. Um, I've never gotten a thank you. You know, I've seen her give people presents around me, but never even say thank you for raising my child and doing the hard work ever. And I may not ever, you know, but... I was going to ask you, how, how does that make you feel? Like, are you... Still yearning for that, still? No. I mean, honestly, because she's broken. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I am I if I am working on being healed, being delivered, mm-hmm. you know, walking in my newness, then I cannot allow somebody who is broken and not at that place to continue to dictate how I live my life. That's um my my reward is seeing her daughter break generational curses. Yeah. You know, our family, one curse that we have is to be born out of wedlock. And to, you know, all the kids are being born out yeah. of wedlock. So to be in a situation where I tell Delise, and I've always told her that you're a wife. Before you're a girlfriend, oh. you, you're not just a baby mama. Yeah. You're a wife. So you get to have your name on that marriage certificate and on their life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got to be in the obituary as a special yeah. friend. Because <laughs> oh <God. laughs> that's what they do. That's what they do. And I'm like, so you are a wife. And even though she sees me and it's like, girl, are you a wife? Yes, I am. I still I am. am. <laughs> Just because you haven't seen it yet. Don't you mean coming. it ain't happening. <laughs> But you know what? I I still am a wife. And so, you know, breaking those generational curses of you are a wife. You can do anything you put your mind to. You know, you can think well of yourself and make good decisions, that type of stuff. And breaking those curses Mm, off of her, you know. So, um, 
that through all of this, how God has transformed my mindset, He's it's opened me up to loving more, That's to cool. loving bigger, to seeing the possibilities of God, to not throwing people away, and to become selfless because... <laughs> That was was. I didn't listen. I didn't have to worry about nobody else but me. I can eat that bowl of cereal and go to bed. Go to bed and be like, let me do it again. But now it's like, oh, I have a whole another person to think of, Mm -hmm. and and a lot of decisions that I make are with her in mind. You know, to make sure that she's set up in life. To continue to progress, so that's amazing. Yeah. That is that's something that's not who. That's I'm trying to find the word because that is amazing. I'm trying to think of family members who've done it in my family, mm-hmm. and I think about everything that they have been through. Like not only just them, but the child who has to transition yeah. from from one household uh-huh. to the other. So that's a big change in in everything too like and you use the word structure so Mm -hmm. depending on how she was with her mom Mm -hmm. to to how she is she could have been like you and my mama yeah like and she never said that and it's crazy because i remember her freshman year she had homework and like my thing is and it could be my special education background it's like if you're struggling with something i know you're struggling with something i'm like okay you get a pass so far yeah but if you're not struggling in that i don't expect you you get the work done and so like it would be homework and oh we do homework around here like and and she told me like my mom didn't check my homework my mom didn't do that Mm -hmm. or I, simple things like just serving her. Like, when I cook, I make her play. I bring it to her. I serve her. And it was like, oh. Or we yeah. sit down and we eat a meal together. Yeah. These are the things that we do. And you don't think. It, it's normal. That's how I grew up. My mom did these things. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always normal in her house. And so, and her mom is not a bad person. Like yeah. I said, I Understood. grew up in the same household with her. She's not a bad person, but sometimes when people have their own stuff, she just could have been tired. Delise was the last of five kids. And so it could have been that she was just tired or whatever. But, and God, and I always say we are equipped for whatever it is that God prepares us for. Sounds like like God was already... I don't want to use the word grooming, but he you were getting her every week. Every week, every every summer. She was always there with you. So it was like God was already... Making the provisions and doing what he needed to do. And I think that's why it was kind of like a natural progression. Yeah. It was, even though, like I said, I was in the way myself. <laughs> but it was it was easy as far as we had that relationship. But it was hard because weekend, Nelia, and now every day, you better make sure this right. is done, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. You want a punishment if this, you know, <laughs> that type of stuff. And she laughs. I was like... Did I ever put you in a punishment? She's like, yeah, when I got a bad grade or something. <laughs> or just advocating for her. She wasn't used to, to somebody going to open houses and conferences. And I met every one of them. Sign me up. Right. You know? So every open house, here's me and my mom walking in. Hi, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. You know? So because I wanted them to know, oh, she has the village. Yeah. She's got people that care. And so um, I think that it has given her... A confidence, and I always tell her, I say, then you're gonna pay it for it, and you don't yeah. know how God 
will use you. You might help your nieces or your nephews or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I start having children, and you can come get listen. <laughs> she's like, uh, girl, you having kids. I'm not going to be here to nanny for you. You need a nanny. That's what she said. Uh-uh, you need a nanny and a maid. And I'm like, girl. But, uh, but yeah, so I now I can look at it as such a blessing. It is a blessing. Mm-hmm. So it went from... Ooh, feeling like I was cursed. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> Mad at God, yeah. disappointed at God, because that, that is not how I thought my life was going to go. And especially when you think, well, I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do for my life to go this right. way. And God is like, mm, you didn't turn that page. <laughs> you still stuck. Turn the page. I wrote the next yeah, chapter. Come on. So, and yeah. <laughs> come on back, baby. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so, yeah. So, that's where we are now that... I have been blessed to love and raise someone else's child. And it has been a blessing that I would not trade for anything. That's amazing. Yeah. I I do believe that God put you... I feel like he blocked something. What was it? The millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> because even when you send Elise going back to her mom's house, and she's having whatever dream mm-hmm. she had. You were the blockage mm-hmm. from whatever was trying to get to her. Yeah. And now she and God basically, dare I say, course corrected. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing that word a lot. Yeah. So, thank you. I mean, yeah. because a lot of people, you didn't have to do it. Yeah. You know, you didn't want to do it. Uh, but you didn't have to right. do it. You know, so it does... God is going to bless you. Oh, I, yeah. Con- he was continued to bless you. Yeah. Let me say that. So. Absolutely. Thank you, friend. Yeah. I, I I believe it. And, and you know, like you said, like kind of blocked it. I, I'm always big on it. If a child tells you they don't feel comfortable or whatever, mm-hmm. listen to them. Agreed. Hear them. And make the provisions you need to. Agreed. She never was a problem for me that I was like, I just want you out of my hair. She's never been that way. Yeah. With me, and um, if she didn't feel safe, I'm like, then you will. My thing is, you will always be. This is a safe place, yeah. you know. And I tell her, when you're home, you are always safe. Love you, that. you always have my love and support. And every day, I, and another thing, I'll say this because I know we got to stop. But I remember when she came to me, she never said I love you. And I grew up where my mom said every day, I love you, I love you. Yeah. To this day, I love you. Yeah. And so I would say I love you and she would just <laughs> look at me and my feelings would be hurt. And I'm like, she didn't say I love you. you know? And I'm just like feeling so hurt right. because I'm like, you don't love me. And then you're like, well, like what I do. And so, yeah. and I, and, and that's, that's so key with me because I'd never, and she'll tell you, I will never hold over her head anything that I've done because God blessed me to yeah, be a blessing. To do it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like getting her to understand what love is. You know, like, hey, right. I love you. She didn't know I, what it was. She didn't know what it was. So now I'm like, love you. And she says it. Right. You know, it is not, it's nothing. Every day I tell her I love her That's because good. it's so important to me because she's going to be a mom one day. And I want all of her experience to matter That's because it. her kids need need it to matter for them. So, yes, everything was not, quote-unquote, copacetic mm-hmm. growing up, but 
I did grow up in a loving environment where I was told I was loved and I felt the love. Yeah, you felt so, it. That's yeah. important too. Yeah. That's oof. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. my question, mm-hmm. what would you tell the aunt, uncle, grandmama, granddaddy? Mm-hmm. What would you tell them who's going through this right now? Ooh, honey. Don't do it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I am so kidding. <laughs> No, I will always, you know, my thing, I will always return someone to God. You know, pray about it. Pray and ask for the resources mm-hmm. to handle the task. I have seen people do stuff for the money aspect. I've seen people do it, like I say, begrudgingly, as I was at one time. Um, but I would say, get, pray about it, get you a support system around you get you people who are willing to carry that cross for you you know because sometimes we i at one time i was like i'm doing this by myself i gotta and and that's all i saw in in my mind i don't want to be a single mom don't want to be a single mom that i just was like i gotta carry this that's all i saw because like i said i saw what my mom went through and so when i got that out of my head and i was able to say hey i need help i am not the math expert i don't care (laughs) yes i was a teacher I'm not the math expert, but I called people who were. I was like, oh, you know algebra. Right. You know, like, come on and help us because I don't know what I'm doing. I remember, you know, just like helping her with Spanish, like saying whatever. But I'm like, I'm here. I'm doing it. (laughs) Asking Google. But just like using resources, whatever it is that you have. And just give yourself grace. Mm. I had to learn how to give myself grace because you get at one point, I think I was trying to erase all the wrong way. Oh shit. Everything's got to be perfect. Cause I don't want her to, to experience this. And it was like, wait a minute. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's part of your story. Mm-hmm. I can't erase that. That's but what funny. I can do is help you as you continue to progress. I can give you tools. I can always lead you back to God. I mean, this is a, a beautiful teenager. We've had the boyfriends. We've had different things. I'm going to always lead you back to God and I'm going to always tell you how to respect yourself. And I'm going to give you knowledge so that you can make good decisions. So that's one thing that I would say is give yourself grace. You can do this. Give yourself a village and keep God at the forefront of it. That's good. <laughs> that's that's yeah, really good. It's true. Who? What would you say to the one? Mm, should I ask this? What would you say to the one who deals with false responsibility and may feel like that they're supposed to do it, but they're not? Don't do it. And I know that sounds like really like, woo, I'm going to say don't do it because you are not doing it with the right intentions. You will be hurt Mm -hmm. or they will be hurt. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and and I know because I've grown up in a family where we take on the responsibilities. I'm now at a point, place where like, other family members like, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. That's that's not where I'm at. I can help in this aspect. Yeah. Um, I think you have to know where you are. Sometimes our seasons change. And we will think that we are always supposed to be give, give, give. And sometimes you need to be filled, filled, filled. <laughs> and, it, and I mean, real. And, and it's okay. We rarely hear people tell us that it is okay this last season of my life, the last six months of 2023 were very difficult for me. Cried every day. I I mean, it was a lot. That's a whole nother podcast. Girl, it was a lot. Cry together. <laughs> cry together, girl. It was rough. But 
But I remember even telling Delise when I would come home and just crawl in my bed and cry and, mm-hmm. and whatever, yeah. I don't have it in me. And I needed her. But because we had went through, I remember, and I mean, just funny things. We've, we've gone through things. I had my own breakup. And she sit there and I'm crying on her <laughs> shoulder. And she's like, oh, okay. You know, and, and it's literally so because I show some vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I like to show her. There, are, And I, I yeah. used to tell my students this. There are other emotions than anger. Yeah. There are other emotions than happy. Yeah. I was sad. Yeah. I was down. Yeah. You know, I was felt burdened down and overwhelmed. Yeah. And so she was able to see that. So I think you have to know your season. That's good. And being in tune with you. Hey, I'm not in a good place right now. What I can give, I'm going to give to you. But what I can't give, I can't. And being okay with that mm-hmm. because sometimes we we spend so much time trying to make other people feel better about themselves mm-hmm. that we forget about us True. so i can only be as good as i am to myself i'm <laughs> serious okay and then i have two more questions okay. well the number one question that i always ask any person on my uh podcast as a guest how do you cast your cares Woo! <laughs> I shop at Target. No, yeah! you- <laughs> and baby, she can shop too. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Since we always looking good, okay? <laughs> I go to Target. No, <laughs> no, really. I cast my cares. I saw a video not too long ago. I think it was Kiera shared, and she just said something. She said, "I talk to God about everything." She said, "I don't care what it is." I talked to God about it and I have learned that over the years because I used to just hold it and feel like, oh, this is stupid. I'm coming to you again, Jesus. Same old thing. You know, (laughs) I then you and even your friends, you can only talk to people so long. People as great as it is and we can have amazing people in our lives. Mm -hmm. They can only take you so far. And so me casting my cares I'm working on some things. So sometimes I hold it (laughs) until it's just like a stream. Like, oh, I can't handle it anymore. But other times I am a, I'm a communicator. So I'm going to, I generally will say like, I feel this way. Um, But talking to God and again, having people in my life that will speak the word over my life that, you know, um, that helped me just to release that. And then, like I said, my new thing everybody's going to hear all the time is really walking in grace for me. For me. Yeah. Because when I walk in grace for me, I'm able to extend grace to, to you everybody. and yep. everybody. So, hey, I had a day today. It didn't go the way I needed it to go. I wanted it to go. So, God, I put it at your feet. And I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to keep on going. I yeah. make mistakes. I don't do everything right. Yeah. Ugh, that's the way yeah. it is. So that that's a big part of me is just allowing myself to be whatever that be is. is. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Oh, heartily. And going to Target. Listen, <laughs> you do not go wrong going to Target, people. Oh, y'all, and, uh, she loves the target. <laughs> I love it. Everybody knows. My friends have known for years. Nelia's going to be a target. She, she Don't ask her where she got it from because it's, it's, it's target. target. I'm like, target. I mix and match target. Listen. <laughs> Last request. Okay. 
as a special guest i would love for you to pray for us okay all right dear heavenly father god we thank you for this opportunity to just tell of your goodness and to tell what can happen when we allow you to take all of our cares Mm. we thank you god for family we thank you god for the ability to love family and we thank you god for every part of the story god because it is all working together for our good we pray that whoever may hear this podcast god that they will be encouraged and whatever they are going through that they do not have to hold it that they do not have to carry the burden along but that they can cast their cares on you because you care for us God I pray that whoever may hear this God that they know God that they can keep going that they can let it go that they can be who you are called them to be they just have to go through the process God and we give you the glory and the honor for all that you are due God for you are better than life and we love you forever God these blessings we ask in Jesus name amen amen (laughs) y'all well, I've been trying to get her on this podcast for a minute. <laughs> I'm so glad that we did it when we did it because even beforehand, God confirmed some things. So I'm I'm so grateful yes. for this time. Yes, this, I, you have no idea. You're amazing. You know I love you. You're I my baby, Kiki. <laughs> like for real, y'all. God, it it took us what a couple of tries, yeah. but we here and. Yeah. Like I said, even before we press record, God was confirming some things. Absolutely. You're going to be back. I'm not even happy. Yes, I'm, I'm coming telling back. You. I love she it. She's coming back, y'all. She's coming to cast some more cares. And Absolutely. I can't wait to have you back. I appreciate you. Absolutely. More than you know. You, girl. <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you for joining us again. I hope that you have a great day or a great week or whenever you listen to it. Until next time. Peace. Friend, thank you for coming to Cash Your Cares with me. Did you enjoy this episode? Make sure to leave me a review on the platform that you are listening to. Or share it with another sister who needs to learn to let it go and cast her cares. Let's build a community and be free together.